0: He says, speaking of Jesus in Romans chapter one, verse five, by whom we have received grace, that's unmerited favor. We've received grace and apostleship. Now he's talking here about his specific assignment. I want you to understand, you know, you can insert whatever your calling is, whatever God is calling you to do. Might not be to be an apostle, but whatever God is calling you to do, He's given you grace for that assignment. And so He says, we have received grace and apostleship, watch this, for obedience to the faith. If you have this translation, if you have your actual physical Bible, I want you to underline obedience to the faith among all nations for His name, and so obedience to the law versus obedience to the faith. New covenant obedience, guys, is obedience to the faith. Question Church, how am I obedient to the faith? How am I obedient to the faith? (laughs) I want you to see it's believing. You see, the emphasis can't be your doing. (laughs) I want you to understand, guys, that your actions are always going to flow out of your believing. If you just focus on your doing, well, then what you've got is you've got behavior modification, but you ain't got no heart transformation. You see, well, God is all about heart transformation, baby. Uh, God wants to transform your heart. Now, the only way uh, that he can transform your heart is uh, when you put your faith in him. And so obedience to the faith means that You are obedient when you believe on Jesus. Faith and obedience, guys, they're one and the same. Faith and obedience are not two different things. That's what I want to get you to see here, church. They are one and the same. Look at Romans chapter 16, verses 25 through 26. Romans chapter 16, verses 25 through 26. And I'm going to show you that this is something that you will see all throughout the New Testament here. This truth that obedience to the faith is all about believing the gospel. And the gospel, guy says that you are saved not by your works. The gospel says you are saved by putting your faith in Jesus. When you put your faith in Jesus, that is what obedience is all about. So he says here in Romans chapter 16, verse 25, notice this, and you're going to see the same thing again here. He says, now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel, And the preaching of Jesus Christ, Uh, we should always be preaching Jesus Christ, man. The church ought to be always be preaching uh, Jesus, Uh, glory to God. If you want to see people's lives transformed, uh, what you got to do, glory to God, is you don't preach the law, no, what you do is uh, you preach Jesus, glory to God. You preach Jesus, you see. And so he says, now to him that is of power to establish you or to strengthen you, according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began. He's talking about the gospel here, because the gospel was a mystery in the Old Testament. You know, the Old Testament prophets, they got they, they, they caught glimpses. They had some types and shadows and, and, a, and, a, and a foreshadowing. But I want you to understand the actual truth of the gospel was hidden. And it wasn't revealed until Jesus came and died on the cross, amen, and rose again. And so it was a mystery, uh, and it was kept secret since the world began. And guys, this is uh, why you see types and shadows of the cross and of Jesus all throughout the Old Covenant, as far back as as Genesis, the very beginning, the third chapter, really, you see the first type and shadow of of Jesus. Well, it's because in, in... and in, in the heart and in the mind and then in the sight of God, man, he already knew from the very beginning what he was going to do. But it was a mystery until Jesus came into the world, you see. And so he says it was a mystery which was kept secret since the world began, verse 26, but now is made manifest. And by the scriptures of the prophets... It's, it's, it's manifest by, by the scriptures of the prophets, because the scriptures of the prophets, even though they didn't have the whole picture, they were talking about this, they were foreshadowing this, they were prophesying this, the gospel, Jesus, amen. So it's made manifest, and by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, made to all nations, watch this, this is what I want you to see, for the obedience of faith. So the commandment of the everlasting God, which was made known to, which is being made known to all of the nations, to the entire world, guys, may I remind you, Jesus said, preach this gospel uh, to the entire world, uh, to every creature, amen. And so he's talking about the gospel, and there's a commandment of the everlasting God for obedience of faith, obedience of faith, I want you to see here. And so what he's saying here is when you preach the gospel and a person believes the gospel, (laughs) okay, what that means is you are obedient by believing the gospel. Do you want to know what disobedience is, church? Disobedience is somebody who rejects the gospel. Disobedience is somebody who hears this gospel understands this gospel, but they say, yeah, no, you know, that's not for me. You know, I don't need a savior. Uh, I can just trust in my own performance. That's disobedience. Anytime you look to your own actions rather than to Jesus, you're being disobedient. You see, now you might not be a believer yet. You might be watching me and you're not a Christian yet. Well, the way you are obedient is you 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 listen to the prompting of the holy spirit who's even now knocking on the door of your heart saying well you know you got to you want to trust in jesus <laughs> okay uh, and you are obedient when you say yes to jesus it's not by you cleaning up your life it's not by you doing all these things you think you got to do man no it is simply you receiving him because he says obedience of faith not obedience to the law obedience of faith. Look at Acts chapter 6 verse 7. Acts chapter 6 verse 7. I'm going to show you scripture by scripture by scripture in order to show you that this is what the Bible teaches. Acts chapter 6 verse 7 talks about these priests here who were obedient to the law, you know, they were living under the under the law of Moses because they were priests, so they were under the law of Moses. But what happened was they heard the gospel, and they switched over from being obedient to the law to being obedient to the faith. Notice what he says here in uh, verse uh, 7, Acts chapter 6, verse 7. He says, and the word of God increased, and the number of disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and a great company of the priests were made, were a Obedient to the faith. Church, there it is again. Third time we're reading this here in the New Covenant, in the New Testament. He says these priests were obedient to the faith. Now, as I said, they were priests. Amen. So they were obedient to the law. They were living by the law of Moses. They were doing all the stuff that the law required them to do, okay? But now they heard the gospel, and they switched from being obedient to the law, which is really you trusting in your performance and in your own self-effort, okay, in what you can do. They switched to being obedient to the faith, which is believing on Jesus. Believing on Jesus. That's what repentance, by the way, guys, is. Repentance, guys, is not you feeling bad and beating yourself up over your mistakes that you've made. no. I mean, you guys have heard that before. No, repentance is to have a change of mind. Repentance is to do a 180, and repentance simply means to move from self-dependence to a God-dependence. Repentance is, I'm going to stop trusting, glory to God, in my own performance, in in my own self-effort, and what I think I can do uh, to be okay with God, glory to God. I'm going to repent from that, glory to God, and I'm going to trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross, and that is repentance. You see, you put your faith in Jesus. That is you being obedient to the faith. Can everybody see that here today, church? Can everybody see that here this morning? Let's look at one more scripture here. John uh, chapter 6, verse 28, verses 28 and 29. John's gospel, chapter 6, verses 28 through uh, 29, which is uh, Jesus talking to these people here. This was before the cross, but even before the cross, the truth was that it was not about their performance. Jesus said, man, what I want you to do, what God wants you to do, he wants you to believe in me, okay? He wants you to put your trust in me. And so this is Jesus making this statement before the cross. And I want you to understand this applies to you and me after the cross. Now, this is Jesus talking to some people who had watched him do some miracles. And they said, hey, Jesus, we want to do some miracles too. What What do we have to do? How can we work some miracles? And notice what he says here in verse 28. I'm going to read this from the New Living Translation. John chapter 6 verse 28 says, they replied, we want to perform God's works too. What should we do? What should we do? Notice the emphasis on doing. Obedience to the law is what should we do? Jesus says something remarkable in verse 29. Verse 29, Jesus told them, he says, this is the only work God wants from you. Take note, church, the only work. It's not this plus some other work. No. Jesus, glory to God, says uh, this is the only work uh, God wants from you. He says, uh, believe in the one he has sent, uh, glory to God. And so uh, Jesus is talking about uh, believing in him. He's talking about that as a work. We will see, we'll get to this Probably next week, because we're, we're going to be out of time zone already, okay? <laughs> time flies here when you're, when you're, when you're in the Word, amen. <laughs> um, and so, so we're going to see, ultimately, that's going to produce works of faith. And so your actions are still involved. But I want you to see the focus in this New Covenant, church, is your believing. It's your believing. It's about, can you really believe That you are righteous because of what Jesus has done for you. Huh? Can you really believe that? Well, Alex, you don't know what I did. Oh, well, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know the specifics, okay? I don't have to know the specifics. But here's what I do know, church. I know all of us have got some cray cray moments every now and then. Okay. (laughs) All of us have been there, you know, because all of us guys. The beautiful thing about this gospel is it puts us all in the same boat. We all need help. We all need a savior. And so it is a remarkable truth that in this new covenant, all that is required of us is that we believe on Jesus. Now, what does it really mean to believe on Jesus for a new covenant believer, for a Christian? Catch this, church. Here's what it means. It means I believe that as a result of Jesus dying for me on the cross and rising again, you see, the cross has always got to be the very focus, you see, not just a general believing. No, I believe Jesus died for me on that cross. Glory to God. I believe Jesus rose again. He shed his blood for me on the cross. And I believe as a result, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. As a result, I believe I am righteous. I believe that I am successful. I believe that I am healed. I believe that I am victorious as a result of what Jesus has done for me. Now you say, well, Alex, I can't see it in my experience. Hold on. Obedience to the faith means you believe. Glory to God. Even if you can't see it in your Experience yet. That's what obedience is all about. Obedience and faith—they're one and the same. And so I believe I'm blessed. I believe I'm healed. I believe I'm—I believe that what I need has been made available to me, even though it hasn't shown up in my experience yet. But I believe, glory to God, that sooner or later, as I walk in this dependence on God, I'm going to see it showing up in my experience. Glory to God, I'm going to see some breakthroughs showing up in my experience. Uh, glory to God. You see, and so you walk in obedience when you continue to depend on. Jesus, guys. You continue to believe on Jesus. You believe 2 Corinthians 5.21 that we mentioned earlier where he says he's made him to be sin for us who knew no sin so we could be made the righteousness of God in him. I was made righteous. I didn't make myself righteous. And so, what does it mean to be obedient for you and me? It means... I believe I'm blessed because of Jesus. I believe I'm the righteousness of God because of Jesus. I believe that because I, because Jesus died for me and rose again, healing is a finished work. I receive that healing by faith. Provisions are a finished work. I receive those provisions by faith when I can believe my position in Christ versus you know, my experience in my experience, there might be a sickness. We're not denying that. In my experience, there might be lack. We're not denying that. In my experience, I might, I might feel in my emotions like I can just, you know, you know, like I just, Alex, I just don't know if I can make it. And I get that shot of God, but here's the deal. Here's what's, what's gonna happen is, is you're either gonna trust in your own performance and what you can do to get you out of that situation. Or you can trust in Jesus. Trusting in Jesus means the answer was provided on the cross, through the cross. When you believe that, that is obedience, guys. That is obedience. I'm obedient when I believe my standing in Christ before the Father. I'm righteous versus my experience. I don't always act like it. None of us always acts like it. You know, religion makes you feel guilty about that. You know, the truth is, man, we all mess up. We all make mistakes. We all still sin. Okay, i got news for you. Now, religion says, well, no, no, you know, you got to feel guilty about that. You got to feel condemned. Alex, if you don't feel guilty and feel bad, well, then maybe you're not really saved. Guys, that is not what the Bible teaches. Okay? And you got to realize that because otherwise, you know, you go to the other extreme, where people say, "Well, you can't talk about sin at all," and and because it just makes people feel condemned. No, you, here's the thing about grace, man. Grace frees you up, man. Grace opens you up. You don't have to put up a show anymore. You can admit, yeah, I miss it. You know, there's some stuff I shouldn't have done. But it's okay because I know the truth of Romans 8.1. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. I know that God is not condemning me. I know that God is showering me even right now with his grace and his mercy. And do you know what, church? When you believe that, what that's going to do is that's going to produce the transformation on the inside of you. That's what's going to enable you ultimately to overcome whatever it is you're trying to overcome. So please catch me. We're not playing down or downplaying, you know, the challenge. Some of you are dealing with an addiction, but the way you're going to get free from that addiction is not you trying harder and certainly not you thinking God is condemning you because of it. No, it's going to be you believing that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus that's what's going to enable the Holy Spirit to work on the inside of you, you see. It's about right believing. Look at Romans chapter 10, verse 16. I got some more scriptures here, guys, to, sh- to show you this. I'm not even going to get to all of them today. <laughs> uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 16. Back in the King James, he says, and I, I want you to really, really, really see this verse now. Romans ten sixteen. Look at it. Check it out. Romans ten sixteen says, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. And so notice he's talking about obedience. He's talking about obeying the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who hath believed our report? Now, church, I want you to really pay attention here and notice this this, this sentence structure. He's talking about obedience, right? He's talking about a group of people here that that they did not obey the gospel. They heard the gospel, they didn't obey the gospel. Now the next verse, excuse me, the next sentence here in this verse says, "For." Now, when you see that word "for," that word "for" means because, and you could also replace this with because, and so he's connecting this sentence to the previous sentence. So he's saying. But they have not all obeyed the gospel because Isaiah says, or said, Lord, who has believed our report? Hold on. I want you to notice something interesting here. He's talking about obeying, and then he's talking about believing in the next sentence, and he's talking about the same thing. Do you see that? He says, they didn't believe, and then he says, they have not obeyed. And so they have not obeyed because, because what they did is that they, they didn't believe, you see. And so what I want you to notice here is he's is equating believing with obedience. He's equating believing with believing the gospel, believing the finished works of Jesus Christ. How do we obey the gospel, guys? How do we obey the gospel, church? How did you get saved in the first place? You believed. You didn't do anything, right? You just believed. And so we obey the gospel, we are obedient to the faith. When we believe the gospel, guys, when we believe the gospel, we are obedient. Obedience is faith. Faith and obedience are one and the same. Obedience is huge, obedience is crucial. But obedience, the emphasis in New Covenant obedience, unlike the Old Covenant, is believing. It's believing. It's believing. Now here's what happens. When I really believe, and religion has downplayed the importance of, or the power of believing, because you say, well, Alex, yeah, I believe, you know. Yeah, Alex, I believe. But here's what I want you to see, something interesting. I want you to see the difference between intellectual agreement or mental assent and actually believing something in your heart. You see, you are saved by believing in your heart. You believe on Jesus. That's not an intellectual thing. That's you believing in the heart. This is the Holy Spirit who enables you to believe in the heart. Because we're gonna go on and see the, the, the importance of the Holy Spirit in this, who enables you to do this. But I want you to understand, when you believe something in the heart, that's going to produce actions in your life. Everything I do, sometimes it's interesting, you know you're dealing with something and, 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 and you can ask yourself, well man, why why am I doing that? You know what's the underlying cause or believe, belief, belief uh, you know behind that action? And you can discover that what you're doing is related to something that you're believing. See, very simple example. The reason I get on an airplane is because I believe that airplane is going to get me to my destination. Man, if I think that airplane is going someplace else, then I'm not going to get on that plane because I don't think it's going to get me to where I'm trying to go. Or, you know, if I get to the airplane and there's smoke coming out of the engine, the thing looks like it's about to fall apart, I'm not going to get on there. Why? Because I don't think it's going to get me to my final destination. The reason you sit in a chair is because you believe that chair is going to be able to support your weight you don't think it's going to support your weight, you're not going to sit in the chair. And so, you see, we got to have a a deeper understanding of believing and we got to understand, church, that you can't really believe something without it changing you, without it actually impacting your actions, you see. And so remember what I said earlier. In this new covenant, everything has moved on the inside. And so actions are important. Your obedience is going to produce actions. It's going to be works of faith. But as I said earlier as well, I'm going to say this again. If you only focus on the action, you're going to have behavior modification. You're not going to have heart transformation. And so God would much rather have you focus on your believing so that when you do take action, your action is going to flow from a deeper place. And so, obedience to the faith is, I believe Jesus. I believe Jesus. I don't have to try to perform the law, no. I'm right with God because of Jesus. I believe I'm going to see a breakthrough because of Jesus. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubid. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue to grow in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more and to access the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, visit graceworldonline.org forward slash give.